Hello. How are y'all doing? I'm assuming everyone is good. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I am all right. I am good. Good, good, good. Glad everybody's doing all right out there in the world. Stay safe and whatnot. Um, if you're listening to this, COVID is over. You knew that? I mean, depending on what yeah. day you listen to this, like if you listen to this right when it come out, COVID might not be over. But if you listen to it like a day later, COVID is over. COVID is officially over by May 11th. Meaning if you need COVID tests, you need anything like that, you got to pay for it yourself. Your insurance company is not covering it anymore. You should know this. When you made the comment, I thought you were just being like funny. COVID is still live. Yes, it is. It's still out here popping in these streets. Um, I know that firsthand. Yeah. I am in in the medical field. field, So, yes. And so um, I'm seeing a lot of strep throat, a lot of strep throat. And I've talked to other colleagues of mine and they have said the same thing. But anyways, um, I work in an underserved community center. So a lot of our patients do not have healthcare insurance. And so, yes, I knew about it, but I did not know that they actually put a deadline but in my clinic, it's a little bit different. So got you. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to someone today at work who was saying how someone we both used to work with um, had reached out and was like two weeks ago, I think her kid had COVID. And we started talking about this because my coworker, um, his daughter has been really, really sick, very high fevers. I think she's an elementary age child, but almost 103 degree fever. And so like just kind of going through it the past few days and um, just kind of like, is it COVID or is it something else? And then trying to, you know, just kind of figure out every tickle, every this, every that. And yeah, um, saying all that to say, but start seeing some notifications and stuff pop up within the last few days. It's like, you know, come May 11th, that's when, you know, a lot of the, um, I guess, insurance or some of these uh, benefits are going away. Meanwhile, like, yeah, COVID's still out here, still thriving. New variants are popping up, all the things. It's a thing we're never going to get rid of, just like the flu. Just like anything else, it's now become embedded in our life. And that is definitely not how you thought this episode would start, but it is. By the way, I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you are listening to another episode of... He Why Do. Podcast that's going to go down memory lane and revisit a wedding from 2001. This was such a great episode because we haven't necessarily talked to someone who hasn't gotten married like within the last five years. I feel like, right? Like the majority of people we've talked to that have come on the show, Mm -hmm. they basically got married somewhere between like 2019 and to now, right? Like, because of course we started this in 2019. So the guests we're talking to today got married in 2001. So it was really cool to kind of like go back in time and revisit her wedding. Yeah. It's almost like we're reminiscing, going back down memory, right down. Wait, how do you say that song? Right down memory. memory Yeah, that's it. Back down. (laughs) Yeah, I was like. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. And I want to remind y'all two things, actually three things. 
One, don't forget to follow us here and everywhere you can, especially on YouTube or the tube of you, depending on where you know us from. And please, please do. We are uploading episodes from you. I do to YouTube in addition to I'll tell you what episodes. Also, don't forget to listen. To I'll tell you what, if you haven't or watch, I'll tell you what new episodes come out every single Friday. But if you like your history in your tea in a bit by bit format, definitely make sure you follow. I'll tell you what on Instagram or follow our TikTok account and you can get it that way. And if you love who I do, I'm hoping you do if you're listening to this or I'll tell you what, or just the Hue I Do brand overall, don't forget to leave us a review. We truly, truly appreciate it. And yeah, that's it. All right. Just wanted to say that. Enjoy y'all. We have a very, very special guest with us today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Christia Kensell. Been married 22 years, technically 23, if you include when we eloped. We'll get more into that. (laughs) Um, But our big wedding date was 22 years ago, and we celebrated it almost a month ago on March 25th. I don't think we've had a lot of guests that have actually yes. been married, Thank like you. maybe longer than hmm, seven years, maybe max. I don't know. Just a throwing. I'll say five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say five, but, but yeah, you're definitely right. under a decade. So. <laughs> I'm a little seasoned. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Listeners. The way this episode even came about was I think I was doing research for another episode and I just happened to stumble across Christia's um, wedding website from 2001, which Tini and I were in the ninth grade at that time. But it just kind of took me back because it's like the site platform it was built on just like really took me back to like how websites were back then. And The fact that I think we traditionally see wedding websites as something that has evolved or come about as more popular within what the last like maybe decade, if even that. So to see that like you were ahead of the times, (laughs) people were barely having their own like company websites back then, let alone a wedding website. So, you know, just kind of seeing that, but then also wanting to know more about just kind of like your planning process back then, but then even just like to now, you know, you've been married over 20 years, you have children, you've had a life together, you know, like sometimes we get so caught up in the details uh, around our wedding or like right after our wedding that, you know, looking back years later, it's like you have actual perspective and Things have evolved and changed and you learn more about yourself and your spouse. And so we're interested to dive into those things uh, with you. And we're so excited that you <laughs> responded to the email. <laughs> well, I'm glad you found it. Um, my goodness, we had lots of family and friends from all over. And I'm originally from Atlanta. He's from St. Louis. 
And we were Mm -hmm. like, how are we going to connect all these people, you know, and tell them about what's going on and give updates. And a few of our friends, you know, we had, we, we had seen them have wedding websites and we thought that's a really cool idea. You know, let's, let's get something like that together. And just so happened, we had a really good friend at the time who Mm -hmm. um, was just a tech guru and was able to kind of help guide us. Now, if you look at the website right now, you won't think he was a tech guru because you know, back then it was, you know, super sophisticated. And he helped us kind of guide us and, you know, just putting everything together, giving us the framework and some things we were able to do on our own, just uploading information and pictures and arranging it the way that we wanted. And it was a lot of fun. And you know. Well, where are you based yeah. now? Because yeah. you said he's from St. Louis, you're from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We're Metro Atlanta. So where are you now? Currently living in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, we spent 10 years in Durham while he was in medical school. And then he did residency at Duke. He did, did a 10 year stint there. And then we moved to a small town in Tennessee, Cookville, Tennessee, which is about an hour outside of Nashville and stayed there for 12 years. God bless us. Um, It was a little small town. We wanted to raise our boys in a small town, um, both of us being from big cities. So we thought, oh, this is a great opportunity. Um, Plus they paid back his student loan. So it was even more fantastic. And we really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, you know, this haven for us for a long time, just kind of away from both of our families and kind of growing on our own and figuring things out on our own. And as the boys got older, meaning when our oldest was about 13 and really just starting to, because in Cookville, it was a small town and about 2% African-American population, you know. Whenever we go back to Atlanta, very different from Cookville. St. Louis, very different from Cookville. Any of our family, you know, they they knew who they were. They knew they were black. They cel- we celebrated, you know, their their blackness. It was just interesting to have them grow up in a predominantly white environment, pretty much. And they just wanted to know more. Just, you know, they started wanting to just delve deeper into who, who they were, you know, one, my oldest wanted to lock his hair and we just started, it started getting us to thinking they need a little bit more cultural diversity. And, um, granted Asheville is not Atlanta, but it's very diverse in mindset. I'll say that it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a little bit more culturally diverse than where we were, but they've had just great exposure to better schools and things of that nature here. So that's good. Here we are. And we absolutely love Asheville. It's a very beautiful town. I visited uh, one of my friends um, from nursing school. She um, was a travel nurse out there and I visited and like we went everywhere. We went to the mountains and (laughs) we we hiked a little waterfall (laughs) and yeah, we went downtown, which is very, very cute. So I loved it. Good. Yes. Great. Yes. 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 We're foodies. So, and he did a stint here when he was in medical school and re- well, residency um, for about six months, all the residents had to come here. So that's kind of how we discovered Asheville. 
and fell in love with it. We were here for six months when the boys were babies. And every year, even when we were in Tennessee, we were three hours away, three and a half hours away. We would still come back at least over that 15 year period or so that we weren't here or 12 year period. We would come back maybe once a year, almost every year, either just to eat or go to the Grove Park Mm -hmm. or something, mainly for food. (laughs) But um, just loved Asheville. So when he had the opportunity to take a job here, it was a no brainer. We definitely had to come back. Nice. Nice. I yeah. haven't okay. been to Asheville, but I hear it's I hear it's amazing. I hear the food is awesome. <laughs> like it's a it it's is. on our list. I think it's not that far either mm-hmm. from Atlanta. Yes. So that's no, not at all. Three three and a half at the max, depending on how you drive. <laughs> three and a half. Mm-hmm. It's not it's it's a easy drive. I mean just Okay. I've been there, I don't know, three, four times already this year. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great food. Mm-hmm. Karate, mm-hmm. tapas type. I mean, just mm. lots of restaurants here have won James Beard and Award. Um, and you would think like Asheville, <laughs> but I, Asheville. We're going to have yeah. that. That's trust. Really nice. Yes. It was really nice. I drove oh, there really? by myself okay. and back. Like, it wasn't bad at all. Okay. It wasn't yeah. bad. The drive wasn't yeah. bad. To the mm-hmm. list. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a little weekend getaway. Okay. okay. Yeah. Adding yeah. it to the list. Um, <laughs> well, now we'll dive into our favorite game, which is this or that, where we ask all of us to choose between one option or the other and explain why. So because you're our special guest, we will allow you to go first, then it'll be Tania's turn, and then we'll circle back around. So four quick rounds, um, nothing too intense. But to start, just kind of based off, and I feel like I already know what you're going to say, but just based off of kind of the theme of how we got here, would you prefer that you build your own wedding website or would you have someone else do it? You know, if it's someone that I've vetted and I trust them just fully, for sure, I would love to have, Mm -hmm. you know, someone else do that and see their creative genius um, and, you know, just taking our input and kind of seeing what they would do with it. it because it was a lot. It was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember that. It was fun, you know, and, you know, if you have the money to have someone else do it, absolutely. But even just in two t- 2023, having just mm-hmm. finished building a professional, personal website, it's still not, it's something that's very yeah. doable. Um, if you're okay. trying to save, you know, that's not my ministry. It's not. So, <laughs> so uh, my wedding website, I definitely elicited the help from Ashley because that's what Ashley does on the side. And so um, I just told her exactly what I wanted yeah. and the colors. And she, because she knows me, she just went ahead and did it. And was like, oh, do you like this? And I was like, yep. <laughs> so, yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I remember those yeah, days. So. Um, <laughs> it was just last year. So then for myself, I would build my own because I did build my own because I just knew what I wanted on it. And I knew the free sites wouldn't be able to do what I wanted. So, okay. All righty. So next round for... 
Say you were invited on a couple's retreat. Would you prefer that the couple's retreat is with three of your closest friend couples? Or is this a couple's retreat with your church group? Which one would you prefer? My closest friends. (laughs) (laughs) The way that you said, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. against the church, you know? None, none. Growing up, my mom and my dad would go on a lot of church, like marriage retreats. And I'd be like, why are they going all those people? You know, okay. I, so that's kind of what I had in my mind, my, my point of reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Closest friends, yes. <laughs> I think I would say the same. I mean, it all depends on why we're going. Like, are we going because we need to, you know, get closer to God and like learn a little bit more, you know, like from the biblical standpoint, then yes. But if we're just going on a retreat, you know, where couples that we already know, and like we are cool and you know we can say what we want to say and do what we want to do then i'm going to go with my friends I so i would have thought you mm-hmm. would have said the church retreat but i can see it either way for you i can see it either way it I would mean, depend on you know the- yeah it all depends on the situation <laughs> and who all going to be there truly <laughs> i agree um I understand. yeah Yeah, because even retreats can go so many ways. Like a retreat could be solely this is just a church-sponsored vacation or a a vacation. Or it could be something where it's like, no, we're intentionally, we got an itinerary, we're doing the work, we're like doing trust falls and all of that stuff. And it's like, you know, kind of... If you're with your friends and you're doing something like that, maybe you feel more comfortable and more open with them, possibly. But then also, if y'all want to kind of like not be so strict to, yeah, like couples retreat, then I think everybody's still cool because it's a vacation with your friends, you know. So that's kind of where my mind was saying all that yeah. to say I agree with both of you. All right, so round three: What would you prefer to eat? Say you're at somebody's wedding or an event or something and they have dessert shooters would you prefer banana pudding cheesecake shooters or just banana pudding shooters banana pudding (laughs) cheesecake sounds good i mean banana Mm -hmm. pudding does sounds good too banana pudding cheesecake sounds yeah just a little extra i'm gonna be extra and say who made it (laughs) who made it (laughs) i'm just playing i'm just playing she just rolled her eyes at me (laughs) um i'm gonna say the banana pudding cheesecake because cheesecake is my favorite and so anything that has cheesecake i am there i would probably just say the plain shooters i do love or enjoy a good cheesecake i'm not gonna say i love it I like cheesecakes, but I'm afraid that a banana pudding cheesecake shooter is going to mess up my stomach more than a banana pudding shooter. <laughs> so I'm just thinking digestive wise, like what, what can I tolerate possibly? So, <laughs> all right. Okay. Final round. What would you prefer to do for a fifth anniversary celebration? An Alaskan cruise or a... 10 days stay at a resort in the Caribbean. 10 days stay. 
at a resort. That's an easy one. All right. Yeah. Tania's agreeing. Yes. Definitely the 10 day. Yeah, because you can move around on a, on a cruise. I mean, yeah, they do dock and you get off the boat, but Alaska, I mean, <laughs> that is I don't cool. like the cold. So Alaska, <laughs> my sister-in-law um, next year for their, I guess like during spring break, they always take a trip. And so next year they'll be doing an Alaskan cruise and like the boys are not <laughs> excited about it. They're like Alaska, but you know, they've been to the Caribbean more than once. And so she's like, no, I want to go see Alaska. So um, I will, I will definitely uh, see how that trip goes for them. And we'll go from there. I mean, I feel like that would be a beautiful place to go, but not for five years. Like you want to, you know, lay around and, <laughs> you know, eat for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's inclusive or it's all inclusive, <laughs> but eat and drink for free. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. I, I would agree. Um, I'm not even big on cruises. So the Alaskan cruise, like in theory, that sounds cool, but just fly me to Alaska. Like I don't need to be on a boat. <laughs> just, just fly me there and I, I can, I can handle it from there. Um, okay. Well, that was fun. Now we can dive into learning more about you and your husband and y'all's story. So just to start, how did y'all meet? We met, it was a blind date um, that actually worked. <laughs> I had graduated and I was living in Atlanta working at, at the time, it was Arthur Anderson. So I'm dating myself, just now at Accenture. I was working for them and... His friend, mutual friend that introduced us, called me while I was in Atlanta and said, Christia, I have someone I want you to meet. You know, he's a really nice guy. And he just called me out of the blue. And I was like, uh, dude, I know you and I know your friends. You know, um, <laughs> actually had dated one of his friends and I was like, no, that would <laughs> he's not like any of my friends um you know you I, you know this is a really good guy he's you know straight a student going to medical school all this stuff and i was like and like i mean i was living it up in atlanta at the time just enjoying being single and i'm like this dude is about to be in school <laughs> you know so it literally took him like an hour to try and convince me to meet his friend and i said well listen you know he said can i give him your number and i was like why don't you just bring him to church you know and i'll meet him at church you know and he said but can i give him your number i said sure but i really want to meet him at church first and then if it's worth my time, then he can call me. <laughs> so fast forward two days, they never showed up at church. His friend was supposed to, um, my husband, Quentin, was supposed to go back to St. Louis because he was in Atlanta for a conference, a medical conference. And he was supposed to go back to St. Louis. And he comes calling me at 10 o'clock Sunday night. And I was telling my sisters like, this guy called me talking up his friend. He never showed up at church. You know, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I knew he wasn't going to be anything. So and then he comes calling me at 10 o'clock and I was ticked. I was like, dude, who are you? Like, 
who do you think you are calling me at 10 o'clock at night? Like I, I'm in my pajamas, head scarf is on, I'm ready to go to bed. And um, he was like, who, who is this person? Like she is not smitten with me at all. And I kept mocking him. He was always saying anyway. And I was like, oh yeah, anyway. He was like, okay, who are you? Like, I have to meet you. Like, you have no clue who I am. I'm like, you don't know who I am. Like, dude, whatever. So he said, you know, listen, let's just meet. I said, it is now 11 o'clock. You want to meet me? I was like, sure, I'll meet you tomorrow for lunch. What time does your flight leave? He was like three o'clock. I said, perfect. I'll, you know, meet you for lunch and then I'll take you to the airport. He said, no, no, no. Let's meet tonight. So I was like, this guy is like for real. I don't know what planet he is on, you know, but if he thinks I'm going to meet him tonight. Anyway, I don't know how he convinced me, but he did. He convinced me to come out and meet him. I went and picked him up. I was living in the south side of Atlanta. I went all the way to Emory to pick him up. So by the time I got him, it was midnight. Yes. And then we went to Cafe Intermezzo in downtown and stayed there and literally talked the entire time. I mean, like hit it off. I was like, oh, okay. When I saw him and he said the same thing when he saw me and we just had a good conversation. We knew a lot of the same people and I had never heard of him. Like we had been at the same events for years and never saw him, never heard of him. I really think God was preserving me from him and him from me, you know, just, you know, for the right time. And um, we closed the restaurant down. We stayed there till 3 a.m., closed it down and ended up leaving, going. And I took him back. Um, and I said, if this dude tries to kiss me, I know, like, he's, this is, the, he's not worth it. Like, this is, you know, like, I know he, he wants something else and whatever. Anyway, he didn't. He was just like, it was really nice to meet you. He gave me a hug. And I was like, okay. And at the time, email was a big thing. It was just coming out. So exchanged emails and phone numbers. But we emailed every day. Like, And he told me, he said, I don't want this to be an awkward thing. If you feel like calling, call. You know, Don't feel like, well, I got to wait three hours. Or I got to, he said, if you want to email, email, call, call. And that's what he did. He, he pretty much led in that. And I still have those Aww. emails to this day of our communication throughout that time. We just constantly emailed and talked and the rest is history. I mean, it, it ended up <laughs> that blind date ended up working out. So we owe his friend Flip. Oh, I love that. <laughs> big time. Yeah. Yes. Right. So literally the rest is History two and a half years later, huh, two years later, we eloped. And uh, mm. no, our parents, no one knew, just a friend of mine and then my boss at work. We literally went to the Justice of the Peace. Okay. It was because his, he'd already proposed. So we knew we were getting married in like eight months, but my lease was up. I'm sorry, his lease was up at his apartment and I had a townhouse and my roommate was moving out. And he was like, you know, man, why don't I just move in? And I'm like, okay, sure. And I'm like, but dude, you know, you move in, 
mm-hmm. we have to be some kind of official. And he said, we are official. And he was like, well, why don't we just get married? Go ahead and get married. And I'm like, well, we're already getting married. He said, no, let's, let's go to the justice of the peace and get married. And so we were like, okay. I said, okay, let's do it. So we eloped because he was moving in and we didn't want our parents to kill us. We didn't even tell them. They had, we just told them that he was moving in, but we had been married two days when his parents called and they were just like, live it. Like, okay, we need to have a talk with you all. You all are living in sin. He's we were like, oh my gosh, like y'all. I mean, like they were really, you know, you he was finishing up med school. So they were kind of like, we're taking you off our insurance since you want to call the shots and do this your own way. And it was like, what? Um, we, we had to confess and tell them, y'all, we are, we're already married. We just didn't want to ruin it for you guys. The big wedding day, but we are married. And we knew we didn't want to just move in mm-hmm. and not be married. So we just didn't want to ruin it for you guys. Um, so we have two wedding dates. We have one in 2000. So that's why I said we, September 8th, 2000, we got married. And, um, so technically we've been married oh. almost 23 years. Yes. Wow. Yes. This, we have been married. <laughs> we have been married 20. Oh my God, y'all. We have been married 23 years. That's awesome. This coming September. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. But yes. Yeah. So yeah. I have two questions. One, since we were talking yes. about your parents, how did your parents react when they found out that you all eloped? Then they were excited. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, good. Congratulations. And yeah. Yes. They just did not want us literally living mm-hmm. in sin. We had already gotten a call from church. Oh, like, my we God. heard he moved in. Yeah, I mean, very, yes. Wait, the church called? But they already did what (laughs) the church would have wanted them to do anyway. Like, that was already on y'all. Like, y'all felt that feeling of like, okay, we're not about to just be shacking up. Even though, like, yes, we're already about to be married and all of this. Like, it was still very important for y'all to go ahead and, like, be official. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Right in our eyes, yes. Yeah, parents were excited. Well, good. I'm happy that they were excited for y'all. <laughs> I'm happy they weren't like upset, like, why right. did y'all tell us? And, you know, why wouldn't we be there? And all this other stuff. No, but I'm yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So how did he propose? I um, went away for the weekend to a friend's wedding. And I was emceeing her wedding. And he couldn't come because he was deep in residency. And he had a key to my townhouse. And when I came back, he was, you know, helping me unpack my bags and take them in the house. And he said, well, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get the camera. And I'm like, huh? Like, for what? <laughs> and he was like, just, you know, he was just trying to get everything just, just right. And before I open the door and I'm like, we're just taking my bags in. Like, you want to take a picture? Okay. So he's taking my bags in and 
getting everything situated and I walk in and I see rose petals sprinkled all on the floor leading into the bedroom and then rose petals. I mean, they were all over the, the place just and, and fresh, you know, bouquet of roses. There were about 15 of them just scattered throughout the room. And then on the bed written in rose petals was, will you marry me? Um, How sweet. And I was like, what? Yes. So did you see it, it coming though? Very, very, like, did you have any inkling yeah. that? No. And, and the thing is, I told him when we were dating that one of my stipulations mm. was I will not date anybody beyond two years. Like if you have not proposed by two years, dude, we need to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know by the two-year mark, then we're good. And so we had celebrated two years. And I was like, where is that proposal? Like, what? what is he waiting on? You know, we have talked about it. We knew that's what we wanted. But, and he said he purpose, purposefully waited like two extra months just because... <laughs> He did not want to like, <laughs> follow my rule, you know. He wanted to do it time. And I was like, dude, but you knew, you know. So that's yeah. that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I'm like, that's just like a man to be like, yeah, I was going to do it all along, and I had this date mm-hmm. in mind, but because you, because you said, you know, you wanted to be this weekend on this day or or whatever, I'm like, no. I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So, That's so let's cute. talk about your wedding website because you were saying that you like had seen some friends that had, you know, I guess wedding websites of their own. And because y'all had family like all over the place, you just kind of wanted a centralized place for this. Like how, okay. Thinking, okay, let's have a wedding website. What was kind of that second thought? Like, who's going to, who's going to build this? <laughs> Good question. I mean, we looked at, at the time it was like, mm. I remember mm-hmm. the knot. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the knot? That's mm-hmm. still a thing that people are Yeah, doing it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember theirs and people kind of linking from the knot or having some kind of website with them. But then there were people that had, actual links to their own, you know, that were tied to the knot, you know? So, and again, of course, we had that reference of having just a few friends that we had seen do that. Um, And it was a very new thing, just having that close friend who had that tech background. It was, oh, this is an easy thing to do. There's a, I don't even remember what the platform was. But he was like, it was so easy to plug in this, this. And he really just built the framework and um, had us go from there. So it, it, it just, it was a no brainer for mm-hmm. us that this is, this is exactly what we need, you know, to kind of centralize everybody. And um, I think we even had a back end of it or something that we could send out to people who were part of the wedding mm-hmm. party, you know, information that we just wanted to share with them they had access to. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very convenient for 
us and all of the different people that we even had in the wedding and family um, to just be able to centralize everything every, you know, in one That's place. Good. We went from there. I just cannot believe that things still exist. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> Ashley is like, I call her FBI at times because she will find something. She, if, like, if I need information about something, she's like, hold up, I got you. And she'll do her little thing and then she'll have, like, pictures. <laughs> oh, here's where this person works. <laughs> this is this person. <laughs> wow. And for her to email me at my, like, I just started this business, you know, this permanent makeup business. and. <laughs> just got that email so for her to find that email and contact was like whoa (laughs) honestly getting information you know right messages from people oh let me help you you know with your seo all this other stuff i can help grow your website help grow your business and that's kind of what i thought it was i was like oh god and i'm like wait my wedding website that like you didn't think like okay you're weird because I like when I found the site I was like I wonder if one I was like I hope they're still together because I'm like this is just like this is such gold like one you could still see it all as it was built like the pages aren't broken the links aren't broken like you can still navigate through it as if it was built like yesterday and so by going through that and then i was like okay let me type in their name in facebook to see if they're still together because if anything maybe i come across one page maybe the profile photo has both of them you know and i'm i was just thinking like from that perspective and then when i saw i was like i saw your husband stuff because your husband is active like he has He's got his content, all of that. I was like, they're still together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they yeah. could have flourished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is out of med school. Like, he's, <laughs> I was just like, this is awesome. So then I was like, okay, I know that when people send messages in Facebook Messenger, they don't always see it. So instead of trying to send a message there, I was like, well, let me see if y'all are on Instagram. And then if so, I'll see like, I'll either DM you or if you have your email address there, Mm -hmm. I'll just reach out. And thankfully, and also like you have a very unique name. So it's not like, oh, you're Christy Johnson, like, and then it's like a 1000 Christy Johnson's or something. So it was like, okay, this is her. This has to be So I was like, perfect. And then when you responded, yeah. I was just like so yeah. <laughs> excited because I'm like, this is this was a stab in the dark opportunity, really. So I was just really excited. Yeah. Yeah. She texted me and she was like, oh, I found this lady in blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, you did what? <laughs> oh, okay. so. Thank you. That was good. I good investigative <laughs> Thank you. Well, okay. So. Thank you for that. So because wedding websites now are like a source of contention, because yes, because now you'll build this website, you put in all this information, you put in all these details, you have your registry, the room block info, all of the things that you basically, yeah, that you, 
everything that you, you basically have on your website. You yes, with even mm -hmm. an FAQ a page. And then you will get a text message with a question that is found wow. on your website. Or you will get a phone call or you will just get a, you see somebody, they're just going to ask you the question. They're not going to go on the site. They're not even going to check their site, your site first. They're just going to go straight to you. <laughs> so I wonder, did people go to your wedding website? Like, because <laughs> people are not going to wedding websites anymore, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I've been told, you know, just professionally, hey, you really don't need a website. You know, you just need an IG page, maybe Facebook, but really it's IG, you know? And I was like, huh? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I need a professional website, you know, you to put all this information. Um, but yes, to answer your question, they did. They, they went to the wedding website. Oh, I think I may have sent mm -hmm. out like a save the date with the wedding website on there. Because social media wasn't like huge, huge. I, Oh, I remember high five. Like, high five. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if you remember that. But anyway, I don't even know if Facebook was a thing at that time. Um, but I, I know we were able to just communicate a lot via email, just sending like emails, hey, everybody's information's up to date. And that's that's how people were communicating with us that, oh, we saw the hotels, we saw the location. You know, um, and even when we actually sent out the invitation, again, I refer back to the wedding website, you know, check the website for updates, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you couldn't even get into the venue if your name was not on the list. So it was, and we made that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure we communicated via email. But then again, when we sent out the invitations, it was like, you need to RSVP because if your name is not on this list, there's a guard at the gate and you will not be able to get in. So, wow. yeah, that was one thing we never did. We never went back to the website to upload like pictures. And we always said we were going to do that and we never did. But yeah, that was they, they had to follow that. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure I was detailed in, in explaining that. So you can call me all you want, but you're not getting in if you have no arms. <laughs> you know? oh, well, let's talk about your yeah. wedding day. Did anything go wrong that day? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One, it rained. It was torrential rain the night before. And the wedding was supposed to be outside on the front lawn of Atlanta National Golf Club in Alpharetta. And so right out on the lawn in front of their building was where we were going to have the wedding. And we opted to not have a tent because it was like, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. We don't need a tent. And of course, the night before this huge rain pour that happened and we they were telling us the ground was going to be soggy and, you know, um, which thank goodness the sun came out that morning and it was just, I, oh. it was God truly that kind of dried up that ground um, because it wasn't muddy. It, that part was worked out just beautifully, but there were some other things that did not work out as planned. Um, and I can't really mention that because uh, 
I'd be calling someone out. So just make sure you have a venue with an expert mm-hmm. already lined up, yes, to help out and um, make sure things go according to the way you want them to go. But other than that, they was gorgeous. They had dogwoods that were literally blowing. Or not dogwoods, mm. I don't know what that tree is. But they were, it looked like snow. They were the blowing a little bit, so we were blowing from the tree. So as I was coming down, it looked like, like snow coming. Nice. It was crazy. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, no, everything exactly as planned. <laughs> but it was still great. Yeah, I think everyone has mm-hmm. something that occurred on their wedding mm-hmm. day that didn't go as planned. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a couple. But there's always something. There's always something. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. But looking back, mm-hmm. though, what yeah. was like the best yeah. memory from the day? Like, if you think about the day right now, what comes to mind that makes you smile? I think just coming down the aisle, um, because it wasn't a traditional, like, church. So I came out of a limo, which was the, the back of the aisle. And then I walked down and just that Mm -hmm. moment of seeing everybody there who you want to be there, all your family and seeing, you know, your husband to be was really my husband, Um, you know, all of it. I mean, we were so excited. I stood on the wrong side when I got (laughs) up there, like the whole wedding, I was literally (laughs) on the wrong side. Our coordinator had to kind of come up later on and kind of switch me and move me over. But just, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite moments and having my dad um, walk me down the aisle and just seeing everybody and seeing just everything that you have planned just coming together, you know, just flowing. And it's just as beautiful and just even more beautiful than what you could have imagined. So. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Yes. Well, are you still close with everybody in your wedding party? Because I know that's something that a lot of times we look back and it's like, yeah, not necessarily. Or, you know, things just change and that's that's fine too. Um, yes and no. Uh, for the majority of those people, the girls that were in my wedding party, absolutely. Yes. Um, I have a regret in that my best friend that I've known since I was like four. And one of the reasons I'm wearing orange is she has MS and April is MS Awareness Month. But we had a somewhat of a falling out a little bit prior, you know, before the wedding, before the wedding. And I had her as a special guest where she stood up and we acknowledged her almost kind of when you go and hug your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, the song that was played, she was one of the mm. ones that stood up. And I regret not having her at my wedding. Like one of the girls standing up there to, to this day. I mean, she is my ride or die. And I wish she was in my wedding party. You know, there's maybe one or two that um, I don't have any contact with, which is very sad. And that's just what happens. That's a whole nother podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just what happens sometimes with 
you know, as you evolve, you, you realize who's in your corner and who's not. And you also know, you know, what, what brings you peace and what boundaries you're going to have and are not going to have. And the things you used to tolerate, you don't tolerate anymore. So, and that just kind of makes that circle of friendship even smaller. But I mean, I keep in touch, you know, I'm, I'm friends with them, but one in particular, I'm not. So, and it's very unfortunate. And one of the girls who was in my wedding, unfortunately passed from cancer. So, but other than that, yeah, those um, friends are, those girls are still friends. That's a common thing that comes up. And um, I think for you to at least have like more time where it's like, you can see how, you know, how your friendships evolve or even just how you evolve where there are so many right now that are actively like going through their planning process or they just finished their, you know, their wedding just occurred. And they're like, I can't stand that I had this person in there or that I have that person standing by me. And it's like, you still have time sometimes, you know, to like do something about that. But for whatever reason, they feel like they can't. So yeah, like, to me, it makes more sense where it's like, mm-hmm. well, you can't predict what's going to happen in the future with like your friends and how y'all change. But if you don't like the person right now, you are yeah. going to regret having them in your photos later, like immediately, don't have you know? Them. So. And I would have never in a million years thought the person that I don't mm-hmm. have any dealings mm-hmm. with right now. I mean, she would have been the last person. Like that meant a lot. I didn't have my sisters in my wedding and I have four sisters and we all decided we weren't going to be in each other's weddings. Cause it was like, if it's all four of us right. and then our friends, we were like, we do not want to have 20 people in our wedding party. And then we were okay with not being in each other's weddings. So it meant a lot to me to have the people in the wedding that were in the wedding, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that that's tough. Mm. That didn't happen until within the last year or two. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was yeah. recent. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah. yeah, so so am I. All right, just a few more Thank questions. You. Well, yeah, just yeah, just two more yeah. questions. Um, okay, so if you had a vow renewal, what would you do differently, if anything? Oh, yes, definitely do it. Something small. We, we thought about like, just like a Caribbean kind of getaway kind of deal or mm. on a mountain, you know what I mean? Like just us and like 10 people, if, if that, and it's really just to renew vows, it wouldn't be another wedding or another celebration. It would just be to reaffirm, you know, each other and to, re- you know, like I said, to renew those vows. I think that would be the most important thing than I like event. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. beautiful. Especially on top of a mountain. <laughs> like your hair is like like blowing in the wind and stuff and the photographer is like catching all the angles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of what I, yeah. Yeah. I love I got that a little hippie. I guess. Yeah. What advice would you give to the fiance version of yourself? One thing I'm so proud of us that we did was, I mean, I, I see what people are spending on weddings and things now. 
And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, we were at the Biltmore Saturday with the boys and, it, you know, just, I think we asked someone there, like what it would cost to have a wedding there. And it was like $25,000, I think, to start. Yeah. It just, just spend, spend time on what matters. I mean, looking back, I think on being able to find the Atlanta National Golf Club and we went back for, I think, our 10 year anniversary and had dinner there and we asked them like what does it cost now to have a wedding there and they told us and it was probably about the same $25,000 at the time that was 10 12 years ago um but we paid I think $2,500 for I kid you not I, I think it was like a $1,600 mm-hmm. yes because we had it on a Sunday we chose a different day and we just did a lot of things. I made our invitations. I was like, I can take, I can make these. Like, I'm not spending all this money on invitations when I can, I can duplicate this, you know, and did our save the dates. And I mean, a lot of stuff we just did ourselves. When I say spend time on what matters, just time and money. Because honestly, when you look back on it, I mean, you can spend all that money, but then we're hearing of, you know, people five years later, not even five years, you know, splitting. And now you've got this possibly huge debt and you're not together anymore. So, you know, what really matters? Just find and pick and choose those things that, you know, and 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 find ways to make it happen without being just like the other person, you know, and even even if you want to be like the other person, there's always a more affordable way of doing it, you know, or even a a better way um, of doing it and making it uniquely yours, you know, Um, so that when you look back on your pictures, they don't look just like Jane and, and Carrie's and, you know, they, they, they're yours. And I think that was a good foundation for our relationship that, you know, just we want to do it our way. You know, we want, we don't absolutely want it to be just like someone else's or um, we want to just make it our own. Almost in a a nutshell, kind of do you, do what makes you feel comfortable and also what's within your budget. Because those things that you are worried about that people may notice or may not, people are going to notice you, you know, and that's what matters, you know, you and your fiance um, exchanging vows and, you know, that's what people are going to remember. And um, I think that's the effort and time that you should spend your time investing in going to counseling you know, premarital counseling. I think that's a great foundation for any marriage, you know, any any person that's getting ready to get in, in, engaged even. Um, and I think that's also a good path to follow even after you say I do, you know, continue on. You get counseling on, or not counseling, but you have a yearly checkup at your job, you know, go and have a yearly checkup with a therapist, you know, Hey, how are we doing? What, what can we do better? What are we not doing? You know? So just spend time on what, what matters truly. Um, Cause everything else is so meaningless when in, in, in the grand scheme of things really. So. 
And that was great advice. We see and hear about imposter syndrome a lot and feeling like you have to do what the next person is doing or what you saw someone else do. And you get that pressure as well from sometimes your peers or your family because they saw something and they automatically assume a wedding has to be that. So going outside of those boundaries or even those lines at all may make them like invalidate your wedding, which, you know, there's so many feelings and everyone gets caught up in trying to just not necessarily always outdo the next person, but you want your wedding to feel special. And sometimes that is tied into how people perceive your wedding day or how you look and all of those things. So that was really great advice, honestly. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to go into wedding vendor love. Christia, who would you like to shout out this week? I would definitely like to shout out um, the Atlanta National Golf Club. I mean, they were phenomenal. I mean, amazing from meeting until the actual event. I mean, even over 10 years later, when we went back to visit, they still rolled out the red carpet. I mean, it was amazing. Yes. Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? So let me tell you something. I was just talking to Tania about this wedding. Ashley, if you are listening to this episode, even though you're beyond wedding planning, if you're listening to this, know that y'all put your entire foot into your wedding. And the vendor I want to call out is actually your photographer for your photo installation. So y'all, we're going to have to talk about this on another time. But basically, you know, most people have a photo booth or a video booth. Ashley had a photo booth, but she also had like an art installation with like florals and velvet drapery and like a big picture frame. So you could stand inside of the frame and get your photo taken. And the photographer that she used for this was Lynn Burdell Photography based in Kentucky. Oh my gosh. So beautiful. Like so, so gorgeous. Like this is something that your guests could hang up or like half printed and like truly as art in their home. You know, like the photo booths and stuff we do is cute. It's something we put up as like a magnet or something, but it's not like something you could eight by 10, you know, like eight by 10 size pictures are like some serious stuff, like, or you turn it into a canvas. This is like eight by 10 worthy. This is like, you remember going back to like picture day and your mom would always get like the big picture of you. And then like maybe a few wallets to hand out to like some of the friends and aunties and other folks and stuff like that. No, no, no. This is good eight by 10. Like so gorgeous. You Lynn, if you hear this, you put your foot in this photography, but she, she does photography in general, wedding photography, elopement photography, If you are in need of a photographer and I believe even videography services in the Kentucky area or anywhere, don't forget to find her on Instagram at Lynn, L-Y-N-N-B-U-R-D-E-L-L-P-H-O-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. So Lynn Burdell Photography, or you can go to her website 
and inquire there, which is lynnburdellphotography.com. She has photography and videography services. So her, Ashley from Who I Do, sent you. All right, who are you shouting out this week, Tania? All right, so this week I'm shouting out a Houston florist by the name of Nanan. And I, and I pray that I'm pronouncing your name correctly, but I'm pretty sure I am not. Um, but again, she's based out of Houston, Texas, but she also serves Austin and the entire state of Texas. She does beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work. She gives a bespoke floral art for wedding and events. She also does corporate events and she also hosts workshops. Again, her work is so beautiful. It, it gives me like this light and airy feel and that's why I'm shouting her out this week. Again, she's based in Houston. So if you are in need of a florist, you can find her at eventbyova.com and that's E-V-E-N-T-B-Y-O-V as in Victor a.com or event by Ova on Instagram. Please look her up and tell her who I do sent you. Well, Garcia, where can people find you if they want to know more, if they want to inquire about your services, because they're like, mm, wait, I need permanent makeup and I am in the, <laughs> the Carolinas. Uh, where can people find you? I'm here in Asheville, North Carolina um, at Serenity Spa and right near the hospital. I've had people come from Atlanta. I've had some people come from Charlotte. So yeah, eyebrows, eyeliner, lip blushing, all those things. Going to get into scalp pigmentation for those women that are, you know, have thinning hair and just maybe want density. Definitely getting into that. Oh, my IG is beautifully you by Christia. And um, also shout out to my husband, Ask Dr. QMD, who's doing a phenomenal job with um, just talking about men's sexual health and just some, some things, healthy alternatives, um, answering questions people have. Um, make sure you follow him. Yes, yes, yes. And shout out to my two boys, Clinton and Jackson, my senior Quentin. And my 16-year-old Jackson. Nice, nice. Well, thank you. Thank you so much again for chatting with us and being open. And just this is going to go further than you would imagine. So I truly appreciate it. We both do. Pleasure. Thank you, ladies, so much. I want y'all to go to find.huidu.com and look at our vendor list. Everyone that we've shouted out, for the entire three plus years that we've been on air, everything's there. Yes. And not only are all of the vendors we've ever shouted out are on there, all of the wedding vendors we've had on as guests are on there as well. So you can find more information about them and their lovely vendor services on find.huidu.com. And don't forget to leave us a review, follow us on social, you know, we're Hue I Do Wed everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest. I'm sure I'm missing one, but basically if you're there, we're there.